You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business Podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. It is so worth it and it can take time, but it's highly beneficial. How they started. It's going to be really hard. There'll be moments where you regret all of it, but there are such high moments as well and just constantly persevere. What they learned along the way. Quickly discovering what your boundaries are and putting them in place and sticking to them. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. I would say to anyone who wants to start a business, have a purpose. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain, talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable, and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now, and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth, and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Have you ever logged onto your NetBank account and had a mini heart attack? I mean, business has been good, right? But the bank balance seems to be telling a very different story. Yeah, I hear you. When clients come to me for help with the financial side of their business, I can almost guarantee that one of the first things out of their mouth will be, I just don't know where all the money has gone. A quick look at the books and we can usually explain the missing funds, but it is such a common problem and something that all business owners want to know the answer to. So if you're in that position right now, you're looking at your accounts and you're wondering where all the money's gone then keep listening because today I want to give you what I believe is the best way to get out of that cash flow deficit back in the black and never have to ask yourself that question again. Now, I completely understand what it's like to run out of cash in business. Early in the 2000s, I had a couple of toy stores and an e-commerce business. You can imagine the volume of stock I needed to carry in those stores to service both the brick and mortar customers as well as the online customers. E-commerce was a bit of a novelty back then, but as the momentum for purchasing online grew, having stock on hand was really important. Having too much stock was a problem, so it was an absolute balancing act. Every year at the annual toy fair, I got to see all of the new toys that were coming into stock for the following 12 months. I was doing Christmas orders in March. Let me tell you, I don't miss that at all. And if you've ever been in retail, you'll know that wholesalers also walk a delicate line when it comes to stock. So the toy fair was the ideal time to get upfront commitments from retailers like me for the stock orders for the coming year. And often if you didn't order at the toy fair, it was unlikely that you'd be able to gain access to the stock at all. 
And for a small independent toy chain, it was important that we have both the quality toys, but also the popular toys, you know, that one that every kid had to have for Christmas. So I'd spend four days walking around the fair, trying to work out what to buy and what I shouldn't, keeping notes on what I'd ordered, getting rough delivery ETAs and keeping a tally of how much I was spending. Of course, by the time I got home, a couple of months go by and inevitably it all went pear-shaped every single year because the stock we thought was coming in June was now arriving in November. The December stock was now coming in October. The March stock wasn't coming at all. It was a complete shambles. I mean, you get the picture. It was also a complete cash flow disaster. I consulted many experts during that time and I had them all telling me that the best way to deal with the crisis was to budget or to stop ordering or to cancel back orders, but none of it was working for my business. I was absolutely stressed out of my head, got to the point where I was completely afraid to look at the bank account and I was never sure where my cash was. And honestly, you only have to be in that situation once to vow that you are never going to let it happen again. Because the panic of not having any money in the bank or wondering where it's gone after all the hard work or wondering how you're going to pay yourself or your bills, it's just not worth it. And you don't even need to be a retailer to experience that sort of cash flow crisis. Running a business, especially with rising interest rates and a constant talk of recession, can be a real challenge. I mean, I think most businesses are feeling it right now. But after some really hard lessons learned on my part, I no longer buy into the panic. I just absolutely refuse to because I now understand that factors like those interest rate increases and the impact that they are going to have on my business, local or worldwide events that are kind of happening around me that also impact my business, they're kind of out of my control. I mean, I certainly can't control natural disasters or things that go on in the world. And, you know, to increase or not increase interest rates, well, unless I'm prepared to take a seat on the board of the Reserve Bank, and I'm sure they're not asking me anytime soon, (laughs) you know, there's only one option really, uh, because I can't sell my case to the Reserve Bank for letting interest rates stay put. So all I can really do is choose how I react to those interest rate increases or to anything else that's going on. And while we're on interest rates, I'm just going to digress for a minute. I did record an entire podcast on interest rates with some practical strategies that you can implement in your business now if you're struggling. So you can check that out back in episode 92. But back on today's topic, where's all the money gone? Bottom line is when the cash flow dwindles, it's all about how you react and then the strategies that you choose to put in place to help your business. So in today's podcast, which is a really short one, I want to focus on the one thing that I have found that absolutely is invaluable when it comes to working out where all the money's gone. And that is managing your cash flow, because in my opinion, it's the number one way to make sure you're never going to run low on funds again. When the cash flow dwindles, most people think they need to set a budget. And while I like a good budget as a business tool, I'm actually not a massive budget fan. Why is that? Well, for me and all of my clients, budgets tend to be a bit like diets. They're good to do. 
they'll set you on the right path for about five minutes. And then when you don't meet the budget target, just like when you don't meet the diet target, the whole idea of the budget loses its shine. You completely fall off the wagon and you're more likely to set it aside, forget it and you know, just go back to the way things were. Budgets just make things too hard. Most people find it hard to set a budget and they certainly find it even harder to stay on budget. So if you choose to ditch the budget, what's the alternative? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's cash flow forecast. Now, I absolutely love a cash flow forecast and I love it for a few reasons. First off, it's based on reality. Real numbers for real expenses that are plotted into a spreadsheet so you know exactly when they're due. Now, I understand that the income side of the forecast, the cash flow inputs, can be a little unpredictable. Overall, I think it's the most accurate way to keep tabs on your cash flow. Now, once you've got your cash flow forecast set up, and as I said, you just grab a spreadsheet template and go ahead and get that set up, you can add income and expenses in real time. And you can get a real sense of what the finances look like, not only this month, but in three months or six months. It just gives you this really clear window about what's ahead, what's coming up in your business. So you've got the option to rein in spending before it happens if you need to. You know when to save for your expenses like tax. You might have a surplus of cash, so it gives you an opportunity to plan for some of those capital purchases that you really want to make in your business or to invest in yourself. It just provides, in my experience, a greater visibility over your business money. And who doesn't want that? Because when you've got the visibility over the business money, that's when the cash flow is going to remain stable and it's going to be less likely to just sort of disappear and you'll be less likely to be asking yourself, hey, where's all the money gone? So when you're looking at your cash flow forecast, you'll get a clear idea each month whether you're in surplus or whether you're in in debt, whether you need to save or whether you can spend. And you'll see where the cash flow looks like it's going to dwindle. Not only, as I say, this month, but, you know, way down the track. I always do my cash flow forecast for a full 12 months. So I know when everything is due to be paid and I've got a rough idea of, you know, what income I've got coming in. And by the way, I base my income on the previous year usually. So when the cash looks like it's going to dwindle, what are some of the things that you can do to kind of help with the cash flow, keeping that stable? Well, you could reduce expenses for a start. You could find some ways to make quick money. So you could increase your service offers or run a paid masterclass, open up a few more slots in your timetable. Maybe you should just review your prices or you could look for funding to increase the cash flow inputs. If you know that you are going to run low on cash at any point, you could get proactive with your suppliers. You can prioritize the bills that you know you can't move and then negotiate payment plans or set up payment terms, new payment terms with your suppliers who might be willing to wait. The ATO is a great one where you can set up payment plans, not necessarily in advance, but you can set them up on the day the bill is due so that it gives you a bit of breathing room when it comes to your cash flow. 
Your cash flow forecast is going to tell you when you should save for future expenses and how much you can squirrel away into your rainy day account too, which is another reason that I love it. The other thing that I really like about a cash flow forecast is that it's going to highlight your spending patterns. So usually I say to my clients, you know, jump into your P&L, go through line by line, see where you're spending the money. But that's a retrospective thing. The P&L, a profit and loss statement, explains what's already happened in your business. If you plot the information into your cash flow forecast for the spending that's coming up in your business, it's going to highlight where you're about to spend money. So what it can do is help you identify some of the nice to have things in your business or maybe some of those unnecessary costs that you might be able to put pause on for a while help you boost that cash flow, pay for some of the must-have expenses until you put yourself into a better position. Honestly, you probably can tell by everything I've said about cash flow in this episode that I love a good cash flow forecast. So if you've ever had that moment of panic as you look at your bank balance, there are lots of things you can do. But honestly, the biggest favor that you can do for yourself is to jump in and get your cash flow sorted. And Doing that with a cash flow forecast is definitely the simplest and most effective way ahead. Now, if you need more information about cash flow forecasting, you can consider my mini course on the topic. It comes with a handy cash flow template that is a plug and play, really easy for you to use. Or you can jump on the waitlist for my brand new course, The Business Planning Formula where we are going to dive into all sorts of business money strategies, but we are definitely diving into managing cash flow and how to maximize cash flow for your business. There'll be lots of other business money goodness in there too. You'll find the link to the wake list in the show notes, but if you're keen to jump on over now onto the wait list, just head to flossiecreative.com.au forward slash business money formula. And that's Flossie with an I, F-L-O-S-S-I. So until next time, stop the panic. Never ask yourself that question again. Where's all the money gone? Take care and keep living your unique definition of success. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossy.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.